0: So the purpose of this podcast is to help church leaders to produce a great brand because the results of having a great brand is growth, and every church needs to grow because the gospel is important. It's uh, this podcast is produced by Prasad Creative. It's my company that's been producing media content for churches and businesses uh, for several years, and I find that uh, church church leaders uh, and church creatives really need to have a better understanding of what, what a brand is and how to create a really strong brand because it, it helps the church in so many ways. This podcast is is committed towards bringing ideas, both in the church world and outside the church world. We're just going to look at great brand, and we're going we're gonna to dissect that. Let's see what makes a great brand great so that we can use that in the church. There's nothing more important than the work we're doing in the church that you're doing in your church And we just need to be able to be effective, and having a strong brand makes us as effective as we can be, so that all areas of the church, every dollar that's spent, every department that does something, has this alignment towards pushing forward the message uh, of the gospel in your community in a unique way that only your church can do. So uh, today, uh, I want to address this problem of you've got this vision. It's a great vision. It's it's a calling that God has put in your heart. It's unique to your community, and it's a wonderful thing. But you just don't have the resources to see it come to fruition. You want to do so many great things. You, you, you have these great ideas as a leader, as a church staff, as a church creative, but you need resources. You need, you need people. You need uh, money to be able to make those things come into fruition, to make them tangible, touchable, make them happen in your church. Well today, by the end of our podcast, I want to show you how um, by having a strong brand, you can create on ramps so that you get the right people on board with your vision with their time, their talent, and their money. So that's the, that's really the big the big idea today. How do we get the right people on board with their resources to help your church's vision become a reality uh, and, and for your church to grow? So the topic today, is seven reasons why a church should commit to producing media consistently. So that's a, uh, that's a really big idea. And I think over, over time, um, the purpose of this podcast is really to help un, help uh, church leaders and creatives understand this idea and, and uh, to unpack it over a, a longer period of time. But today we're gonna do a, um, our best to really kickstart that. So consistently, that, that's a big key to this whole idea. So producing media consistently, um, it has to be a commitment that, that doesn't go away. It's not something you start and then stop and then start again and then stop. There has to be a consistency to it. And on the media side, we're talking about several different things. Um, it all starts with a logo, being able to have a logo that represents well who you are, what the vision is, who you're called to reach. So that's a starting point of all of it. So it does include a logo. It includes printed materials, banners and flyers and brochures and postcards, all those different types of printed materials. That's media and uh, it's needed and it, and it needs to be produced. Uh, screens, uh, any screens that you have, screen advertisements that you put up, it covers uh, all those things as well. Uh, when we're talking about producing media consistently, we're talking about the website, Um the websites uh, and just your web platform in general. So social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all those things. Um, it also uh, includes video, uh, video production. When you produce something that's a video announcement, uh, video testimony or a story of some kind, uh, that's very important towards creating an effective brand and uh, being able to do that consistently. There should be a commitment to doing all those things consistently. Cons- consistently. So uh, print, screen, screen. Website, video, all those things, all those areas are a necessity in creating a strong brand. So let's dive into it. So the first thing that you need to know, the the first of our seven reasons why you should commit to producing media consistently, is to communicate the vision with clarity. So when you produce media, you're actually having to define your vision and make it cl- uh, make it plain, make it clear, so that you can produce that in in media form. You can't write a message or create a tagline or produce a postcard with visuals or a screen without having a clear understanding of what the vision is. So um, media creation helps to get clarity uh, from the leadership on down and out as well as you produce media. Uh, Brand elements are a big part of this uh, to create a coherence. So, So once you have a vision uh, there's some tangible things that are that are a part of that vision, that become part of that vision when you brand it. Uh, there's fonts that are part of that vision that represent it. Uh, there's colors that we uh, identify that should be identified as your colors. And when you when you have this consistency uh, and a coherence, it helps your vision become this tangible, touchable thing over a period of time that people can connect with. So the second thing, the second reason, why you should commit to producing media consistently, is to create on-ramps to your church's vision. So if you think about it, um, you've got this great vision. If you're a church leader, or even if you're a uh, staff person or part of a creative team, you're part of the leadership. You're close to um, the head of the church, if not the head of the church. And um, you've got this clarity that you almost take for granted uh, from time to time. In, in the book uh, Made to Stick, uh, uh, Dan and Chip Heath talk about this curse of knowledge where as an expert, we have a hard time, or anybody that's an expert, has a hard time communicating to non-experts about an idea that, that, is a, that they know fully. Uh, it's really hard to back that up and communicate that idea to people that don't know what you know. And uh, so your church's vision, um, when you take time to to really spell that out in media format, it helps to create these on-ramps. So you have to break it down so that other people are able to understand what it is that your vision is trying to accomplish so that they can then choose to get on, on board with it. So when you do this effectively, people will donate their time. Uh, to volunteer, to be in your classes and greet at doors and sing on the stage and do all these different areas of uh, ministry that you need to fill. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll donate their talent. Uh, they'll donate their money. And they'll get on board with their resources to help the church, help the vision move forward. So that's what a church needs. That's what every church needs. That's what every church wants. And media, a good consistent flow of media Really helps um, get your vision out there so they can start working to produce these results and get the resources coming in. The third reason is to be intentional about reaching your community. When you produce media, you have to think outward. Um, if you're not producing media, then you're counting on the people that are already there to connect with you, with the vision. And that's called building a club. That's not reaching out beyond the walls. Uh, media helps you reach beyond the walls intentionally. So you have to create messaging, put together uh, pieces that are going beyond just who is in the seats on a Sunday. And you're reaching out to people that aren't there. So that takes uh, clarity. It takes, takes time and it takes uh, energy to think about how to make those messages and those uh, pieces speak to people that aren't already in the seats. Um, the, the other part of it is that um, when you're creating media is you want to get the most out of your investment. So if you're putting a, a lot of time and energy and money into producing a video or a website, um, any sort of media, really a postcard mailer that goes out, all that costs a lot of money. It's a it's a lot of effort to do. So when you are uh, producing media, you're going to be more intentional about getting the most out of that investment. So it it helps you. It kind of makes you hyper focused on creating an effective piece that communicates your vision uh, more compellingly uh, than if you were to just say, hey, we're not going to do any of that stuff. We're just going to talk to the people and have them invite other people. That's a great strategy, but it's also a very closed strategy where you become this inward focused, this inward focused church. And it doesn't work nearly as well as if you're trying to create things to, to reach people outside the walls. I want to take a moment to let you know about a book that I'm finishing up. It should be out in the early spring on church branding. The topic is uh, about church churches and how they can brand themselves better. We're going to cover a lot of topics in the book, um, uh, ranging in media creation, um, a lot of looking into why brand is necessary and why it's needed for churches, and um, what you can do or how you need to approach it to produce great media um, which results in a great brand. Brand is perception, and we're really talking about how you're perceived by the people you're trying to reach. So it's a very important topic, one that's a passion of mine, uh, being, a, being a creative uh, art director for a long time and also being in the church world. It's, a, it's just a great passion of mine to be able to produce this, this book and then um, in, in addition to that, um, produce this blog that's going to continue going and uh, help church leaders So let's look at reason number four. Reason number four why you should produce media consistently in your church. Uh, This reason is to create environments that communicate vision. So environments are extremely important. And in fact, it's such a low-hanging fruit um, that we oftentimes forget about it. Um, Your lobbies, your classrooms, your hallways, all those are great opportunities to to communicate vision, to put your vision out there and make it plain. In fact, several uh, years ago, my wife and I, uh, were looking for a church and we ended up coming to a church that was second on our list. We, um, created a list of churches. We're just going to go visit, see what they're like, and then maybe circle back around and begin to find the one that, uh, we think would be a good fit for our family or our new family that uh, just had a baby, uh, uh, just a few months old at the time. Well, we walked into this church number two on our list and, uh, we saw that there had these environments that were just very engaging for kids. They had these murals on the wall in the uh, the hallways and in the classrooms were brightly colored and um, just very well produced. Uh, I'm a graphic artist, so I could appreciate the uh, amount of money and effort that went into producing these, these kids' environments. Um, and then we saw, as we went over to the cafe, that they had this great setup about their missions, um, how they reach out to the world through missions and the cafe. The whole theme was basically on where where they are in the world and what they're doing. And you could read things and you saw posters up on the wall and graphics of different areas in the world that they had mission trips or missions teams or missionaries um, just uh, out there that they supported. And uh, my wife and I, we we decided right then that this was our church. Uh, we experienced a service and afterwards. Um, it was great. Uh, everything just felt right. And we never went to any more churches on the list, just because their environment spoke to us more loudly than meeting the pastor. In fact, we wouldn't, we wouldn't meet the pastor for several more weeks, or even any sort of pastors for, uh, for at least, a, I think, a couple weeks after our first visit. The environment is what spoke to us. And as a church, as a church leader, you need to realize how powerful environments are, You get to surround people with the vision when you are intentional about your environment. So commit your spaces to promote the vision. Use your space to communicate. It's it's not only communication from the stage that matters. It's also communication in your facilities. If you have them or if you don't have them, make sure you take advantage of banners and different things to create environments and, and messaging in your facility. Number five, um, to have a building that is inviting to those who are new to the church. So um, we have this insider mentality. When when you come to a church or when you've been part of a church for a very long time, you know where everything is. You know where the bathrooms are. You know where the classes are. You know everything about the church uh, facility. And you forget that new people don't. So The way I I picture it is that if a single mom came to your church and she had a baby in one arm and a toddler in the other, has a diaper bag uh, strapped on her shoulder, could she get to the classrooms to drop her kids off without asking anybody for directions? Could she get easily to those classes having to handle those kids and drop them off where they needed to go? See That's important because a lot of people don't want to ask. They don't want to be the new person. They need to be able to find their way at least to the bathroom without having to ask somebody where that is. So your, your building should be very easy for new people to, to navigate. So uh, wayfinding signs need to be up and in position throughout the facility so people can find their way around without having to ask. And you also need to create environments that are inviting and age-appropriate. We covered that in the last, um, the last uh, topic. But make sure that uh, youth spaces are inviting for that age. And make sure that adult spaces, cafes, different things like that are, are decorated in a way that's warm and inviting towards new people. Don't forget that when somebody is new, they notice everything. Uh, It's like in your house. If a picture has been crooked for months or years, you don't notice it anymore because you live there. You don't really care about it. When somebody new comes, a visitor is coming over for dinner, you start paying attention to that stuff. It's the same thing has to apply to the church. Start paying attention to how does the church look? um, Is it warm and inviting? And then make sure that you make changes to, to make it warm and inviting to new people. If you want new people, make your church warm and inviting so they feel welcomed when they come. Reason number six for producing media is to serve people. The church is uh, supposed to serve. Uh, That's one of the core values that Jesus put out there. Um, He served. He served the needs of people. He healed them. He he fed them. Um, And then they opened their hearts to receive the gospel. Well, in a lot of ways, media production serves people. And the church has to get that mentality that that's what they're doing when they invest into producing media. You're serving the needs of people, and you're seeking them, you're going after them by producing media. You're not just saying, hey, come to us and it'll be great. You're saying, hey, we're coming after you and we have something great that you need to, to, to be a part of. So producing media reaches people, reaches the lost people where they are. If you're producing media for and putting it out there on on Facebook and Twitter and other social media outlets, then you're going after people, you're producing messaging that's meant to appeal to people that are not in the seats, that aren't even coming to church or don't know who Jesus is or they don't really care, but they, they're, they might be intrigued by some sort of messaging that you put out there. Uh, same thing applies to mailers and posters. Anything that you put out that's uh, beyond the walls of your church and it goes out towards people where, where traffic is, that is serving people with, by telling them and letting them know what you have to offer whether it's an event, a series, uh, whatever that may, might be that your church is good at doing, make sure you're producing media to put it out there so you can serve the people that need it the most. Good media reaches people to promote ministry. Um, so you might be doing a great thing in your church. You might be great at serving single moms, but if people don't know about it, if single moms in your community don't know that you have great programs to help them out, well, then you're not serving them. You're hiding it. You need to produce media so that people know what you provide to help them. Your website is a wonderful way to serve people through media. Think of it as an employee of the church. Someone that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as the the main greeter for your church. Whoever uh, wants to find your church can find it online. They can go to your website and they can be served by your website. The website gives information. It allows people to see what's happening in the church it can, it can sign people up. It can allow people to give and donate online. It can provide messages that can help them. Uh, a website is just a wonderful platform where you can serve uh, just a whole bunch of people by producing a well well put together website that, that that is intended for your target audience to serve them and to serve them well. And the seventh reason to produce media consistently is to tell stories. You can tell stories through video, photography on the website and, and stories are powerful powerful tools to use to engage with people it shows that God is working in the church. when you take the time to produce these these stories uh, whether it's photography that you put up on the walls of a recent outreach event showing the people in the church working and doing something amazing that's uh, it's worth the effort because it communicates what God is doing in the church and through the church. Or maybe you've put together a video testimony of what God has done in somebody's life to create a change, a, a life change. They were going in one direction, but then God used your church and it totally totally turned their life around. That is great inspirational and motivational material to use to, to help your people begin to see God at work, not only through your church, but how He can work within their lives. The, the power of a story, a, a testimony, is that you just don't know what God's going to use to touch somebody's heart. I work with churches as well as companies. And uh, one of the striking differences between working with a company versus working with a church is that a church has such wonderful material to use uh, to produce media, to, to, to market with. Because the church has stories, compelling stories of life change of what God has done through the efforts of the church. And if uh, the church can just become better, if your church can become better at showcasing those stories, uh, producing media that highlights those stories and lifts them up so that other people can see what's going on, what God's doing, then people will be drawn to that. The, the people in your church will be drawn to it to be become more a part of the vision with their resources. The people that are not a part of the church will see it in different ways maybe on social media or, or on the website and then they will be compelled to come and be a part of something that's bigger than they are the church your church needs to produce stories and be really really good at it and very consistent with it so we've covered the seven reasons why your church should produce media consistently and again the, the key to it is consistently so maybe figure out as a church what you can do consistently what's something that's realistic that can be done over a long period of time and be sustained and then shoot to create a system that allows that to take place on a consistent basis. Media is such a wonderful tool. It's such a wonderful thing that God has given us, especially today with so many outlets, so many different ways to reach people uh, from social media and just all these different online platforms, uh, applications that are downloaded onto phones, uh, all these different areas that you can put the message out there. You have to take advantage of that. You have to produce media. You have to commit to it. And as you do, you'll begin to see the the growth take place that God has uh, intended for you to have with the vision that he's given you. So the purpose of this podcast today, today's episode, is to help you understand how you can create on-ramps to get people on board with their time, their talent, and their money to support the vision that God has given you. My hope is that this podcast has served you well. So open your mind, open your uh, understanding of how media can serve the vision and that it compels you to, to go after it, to produce media and to commit to it. Prasad Creative is a company that I created several years ago to serve churches and to help you produce media. If you need help, if you want to reach out, you can more than do that. I'd love to work with you and talk with you about what your needs are and how we can help to produce it. The link to our website will be in the show notes, and you can find us there. Don't forget that the book is coming out, a church branding book. It's coming out in early 2016, early uh, early spring of 2016. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, then I will be able to let you know when that release date is going to be coming up so that you can be sure to get it. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of the How to Brand My Church podcast. I really hope you got a lot out of it, and I'll see you next time.